Everybody, welcome to the No Judgment Zone. I'm your host, Miguel Profect. The spars are along with my co-host, anointed pastor, uh, father of the faith, uh, Bishop. What's up, man? God bless you. All right, now. We're on, we're on, we're on. And uh, we just want to thank everybody, welcome everybody in today from, shoot, wherever you might be listening to, uh, Apple Podcasts, um, SoundCloud, uh, wherever it might be, we don't ever want to forget our uh, our family too at Jerry Royce Live, um, Power XXI Christian no Media. Doubt. We thank you, brothers, man. We thank we thank him. We thank that platform who helped us who helped us get a start. You know, helped us get an ear out there, man, and just uh, for believing in myself in what we're doing. And you know, it's it's hard out here, man. Sometimes in these ministries, Bishop. You know, it's like. If, if, if a particular ministry is established into a business now and they're doing good and they have all of a sudden it's like man it's hard to talk to some of these people yeah you know and especially when you got something popping and you got something great something fresh something new you know it's like instead of inviting you in it's like they try to shut the door on you right you know and it's like you could tell there'd be that jealousy, there'd be that, oh, you know, you think somebody's limelight's going to get stolen from you, and, man, that's just weird, man, and and I'm talking about in the Christian community, <laughs> right. right? I'm like, man, that's just weird, but I thank God that uh, Jerry Royce and family over there, you know, they didn't do that, they were opening the door, matter of fact, when I presented this podcast to him, uh, he was like, it was, you know, it's about time. Amen. You know, it was more so an anticipation. It was an invite. It was, man, it's it's good that you're finally doing it. Let's let's right. get it cracking. Right. And and that's how we should be, you know, in support, you know, in in our family, in our Christian family. Uh, and sometimes again, it's it's just not, you know, and it's like, you know, well, God got to deal with your heart then. Right. You know, if you're trying to shut doors on people, that's, uh, there's something wrong with you. Well, and, you know, I mean, you know, 
and I don't mean to interrupt. But no, go we ahead. Know, we know that that the door that God opened can't no man shut. So it's pretty much a moot point to even do it or try. Exactly. You know, because you can't shut God's door. Come on, man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Hey, we've you and you and I have been witnesses to that. I mean, how many people have tried to shut the door on us? You know what I'm saying? I mean, somebody tried to shut the door on me in a few places and all of a sudden a, bo- a podcast is birthed. You know what I'm saying? It's like, come on, you can't you can't muzzle the mouth of the ox. Come on. You know, when a word's been put in you, hey, a preacher gonna preach, a teacher gonna teach, a pastor's gonna pastor, a prophet's gonna prophesy, an evangelist is gonna evangelize, an apostle's gonna build. Come on. You can't, you can't, this ain't a profession, bro. This is a calling. When you have a calling on your life, can't nobody stop that. But yourself, you could, you know, you could stop it by abandoning it, but you can't stop it. I can't stop you. You can't stop me. Right. And it's just no point in fighting against God. Because that's what we're doing in essence when we're trying to close the door on each other. You're fighting God. You're not fighting me. So it's better that we support each other. It's better that um, we embrace each other, man. Because, you know, it's pretty common that, hey, some of your favorite artists, some of your favorite secular singers you might have grew up on, you know, they started in the church. A lot of these people started singing in the choir they were they grew up in in some kind of praise and worship team or whatever and all of a sudden they ventured off into the world and you know part of it i'm i'm gonna put part of the blame on the church to a degree because we don't support our own many of the times so some yeah. of these people who don't know no better they want to do what they love they want to do what they were gifted to do you know they're gonna go and find it in the world Amen. And the world, you know, the world's going to embrace them and swallow them up. So it's like churches, y'all got money behind you. You got resources and you don't embrace people like, come on, man. That's just wild. Well, and and, and what it is through neglect and rejection, the enemy capitalizes off of that. That's good. Yes. (laughs) Just as God draws. The Holy Spirit tried, I mean, uh, 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 the enemy tries to do the same thing. Remember, he only imitates the things of God because that's all he knows. Exactly. People don't even realize that. He's just perverting, you know, God's creation. Yeah. But that's all he knows. Right. He don't know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so... Anyways, that's that that's just a nugget to throw out there too, because you know, um, you know, we gotta support each other, man. We gotta uh we gotta especially leaders, leaders got to recognize that's part of the uh, the job of a leader is to recognize who's who, identify giftings, identify callings, and 
be a support in helping them grow and put them to use. You know, and 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 you know what? I could even look at our ministry and say, man, God, some brothers they don't get it yet. Right. I I I if they watch and they look, I decrease and allow God's giftings and callings to manifest. Right. You know, I don't I don't I could teach and preach every Monday and Thursday and Friday, but I don't because the Holy Spirit leads me and the Holy Spirit leads me to grow and, you know, season the gifts that he's called because my gift's not the only gift that's being used. I'm not the only body part in the church. The church is a complete body Mm -hmm. of Jesus Christ. So everybody is a part. Yes. You know, and we all function as one through the spirit of God. And, you know, that, that, and, and it's like, sometimes I look and I say, wow, God, they still don't get it. You know, yeah. they don't, they don't get that, 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 that you causing me to decrease for that reason. Yeah. You know, they, they start looking at, oh, well, maybe this person is, you know, in a higher place, or maybe this person is called to, it's, 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 I just pray and I thank God for, you know, continuing to mature us, you know, and that we'll really understand the way that his word, you know, is conveying mm-hmm. to be understood. Right. See, that's the key. I don't want to understand it no other way outside of God's word, bro. Right. That's just me. I don't want to. I don't want to understand it no other way because if it look look look, I'm not gonna look. I'm not looking at the word of God through psychology. Right. You know, or, or through sociology. Right. No. I'm, I'm looking at psychology and sociology through the frame of God's word. Right. And, but you have some people that try and look at God's word through education. Mm-hmm. But it's the other way around. Yes. And that's why, that's why, you know, it's hard for someone that is academically smart or gifted, right, mm-hmm. to receive the things that are of God, or should I say, an, an intellectual. It's right. hard for intellectual, bro, to receive the things of God. Man. There's always a question. Man. You know, and Paul was clear. That's why he said, when you think you know something, man, mm-hmm. you don't know nothing at all. Because he was an example. You know, yeah. so yeah, amen. No, yeah, brother. You know how we do it. We get to just oh yeah, chopping it up and yeah, we just we do a hey, again. If it, for any new listeners, you know, the No Judgment podcast is is really just uh, a conversation between me and my pastor that we always have every day, and we just decided to put it on a podcast. So we. 
we chop it up constantly. Um, there's things we touch on every day because, you know, that's my pastor, you know, and there's accountability, there's friendship, there's, um, you know, fellowship, you know, and we just, man, we've been, we've been at this a long time, Amen. you know, and, and matter of fact, I was telling my wife, man, uh, she made me go through the story because she asked, you know, she was like, how, how did you meet Bishop? And I yeah, you know, I, uh, you know, my wife, miss, she kind of, she wasn't listening. She kind of <laughs> listens. She kind of passively listens sometimes, you know, plus, oh. plus me, I kind of got the same song and dance. So it's kind of like, okay, here he goes with his prison stories or what, you know, so, right. <laughs> something like right. that. But she finally just kind of really asked, and I was like, well, man, well, I met him around this time, da da, da. you know, I, I wasn't with him at first, you know, no, I didn't, I wasn't with him uh, as far as, like, when I got saved or, you know, that very, very early part, you know, uh, of my salvation experience anyways. You know, it, it took some time, it took uh, the backsliding, and then it took the you know, coming back to the Lord and having a desire to get closer to him, um, that type of stuff. And, and, and like I was telling her, I was like, man, I think I met him. Honestly, I think the first, my first memories of him was probably in that music room. I think that's when I first actually like seen you. I'm pretty sure I seen you in passing, but like face to face. I'm like, talking about when we were, when I was with Chucky Love and Freeman. And, right. And, uh, so, and right. So I, I had started coming back to church, all that type of stuff. Right. And I remember it was at Pastor Bob's services, uh, at Pastor Bob's service. Shout out to Pastor Bob, uh, House of Mercy Ministries. Praise the Lord. Um, and, and before we left, Freeman got up and, uh, well, you know, Pastor Bob let him make an announcement. So he was like, Hey man, um, Yo, if if anybody here like plays instruments, if anybody sings, if anybody raps, you know, man, I got my own band slot. Come see me. Let's put you on. You know, maybe we could start creating some music. Da 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 da. So if anybody has that kind of specific talent, come see me. Da da da. I didn't pay no mind to it at first. It was Drew, who came and grabbed me. Was like, dude, you should. You should get on his band slot. Let's go talk to him. And I'm just kind of like, uh, okay. And he brought me over there, and he he's the one that was my hype man, basically. And said, hey, man, this, this dude, he can rap. Da, 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 da. Put him on your band slot. He was like, oh, you know how to rap? And I'm like, yeah. And at that time, I wasn't even thinking about rapping for God or nothing like that. Here go Chucky Love sounding like a 1952 rapper. <laughs> right? So they, so shout they, out to Chuck. Yeah, shout out to Chuck, man. And so, like. They, you know, he put me on the band slot and he was like, you know, give it a week, come through on a Thursday. And then I ended up coming that following Thursday. And then you guys were in there recording a song. It was you, Chuck, Chucky Love, Freeman, Boog. Uh, and you guys were all doing uh, some, some kind of song. And I guess there was some kind of technical difficulties y'all was having or whatever it might be and i remember chuck was like hey man do you you know how to use this stuff right like i've seen you in the music room before and i knew how to use all that stuff right so i was like yeah and they're like well how come it sounds like this and so when i heard it i was like oh my god this is like whoa 
how did you guys record this into here? <laughs> right? Like it, it didn't sound good. And, and so they was like, well, what do we do? And I was like, well, honestly, you still got the beat for this. They was like, yeah, uh, you need to redo the beat. You need to put it back in, you know, you got to delete everything you just did and you have to do it again. And Dude, you just jarred my memory. You just right? jarred my memory so, back. So look, I remember that. So look, and mind y'all, this is in prison, y'all. So in case I'm losing anybody, this is in prison. This is like 2000, I don't know, six or something like that. I don't know. Um, so then y'all was looking at each other like, you mean we got to do it again? And it, I was like, sorry, man, you got to do it again because you had these knobs turned this way and this way. And this is why this is sound. You're using this. You're going through like I hipped y'all to all the equipment like and the way whoever was engineering, they had it all backwards. It was all wrong. And so I remember I remember your face because you you've always been one of them dudes that just kind of give you this look like you're observant. And you ain't really seen me before, so you was kind of looking like more of the serious one out of the group, to be honest, right? <laughs> right. So probably then I didn't want to be there. Yeah, probably just, exactly. Drug me out there. Right, right. I don't, I don't know, right? I don't know exactly what was going on, right? So then I remember Chuck looked at you, and said, "Hey, man, we got to sing it again, brother." And you was like, "Oh, we got to do it again." <laughs> <laughs> you, you was looking bothered like man <laughs> like man we gotta do this again so anyways we started doing it all again and then so I now I'm engineering you guys right and now it's coming out cool and I think the only I remember that bro yeah. I, re I, I wouldn't have remembered it if you wouldn't have been able to jar my memory I remember that right and it's like you're like I could see you, but you're kind of like a blur uh -huh. because literally we had to do that. Right. I remember it. I remember we were sitting uh, like north uh -huh. of the music room. Yeah. I remember that. Mm -hmm. I remember that. Yeah. yeah and I, yeah. I didn't, I mean, I didn't know you, mm -hmm. you know, or anything like that. I, I just knew that what you know, how they were, they, they, they said that this guy knows what he's doing. And I right. figured that that's, that that's why he was there. Right, 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 right. So I think the only I, thing, I think the only thing I said to you after the fact, when you were doing your part, I was like, Hey, try to say it, try to sing it like this. Like I started like trying to coach you a little bit and you gave me this look like, man, <laughs> you gave me this I'm look. Fine. I'm like, can you sing it? Right. You can't see yeah, it. Look, you... a coach, look, a coach, <laughs> they do as I do. Right, right. And I don't, well, maybe that's the wrong word, but I think I was, I don't know. I made some kind of suggestion, right? And you was just like, oh, okay. Like, all right, whatever, man. Right? <laughs> and then, boom, you did it. Did it, did it. And then we started listening to it. And then all y'all was like, oh, yeah, this sounds way better. This, okay, nah, this is, this is good. You know, so basically, uh, and I think the only thing you said to me afterwards was like, hey, you want a piece of candy? Because you always kept those little spearmint candies on you. Right, right, right. Right. I was like, oh, yeah, good looking out. Da, 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 da. 
And so anyways, yeah, we ended up doing the song. It came out crispy, came out, I mean, as crispy as it could be for penitentiary uh, standards. And uh, yeah, so it was after that, that's kind of like, you know, where I, where I started seeing you. And then I started noticing you more I, ever since then. Then I, then I would notice you like at church and stuff like that. And then um, I think I started talking to you more when the pod I was in, which was H5, shout out to H5. I wish y'all could listen to us. I hope one day they let y'all hey, listen you, to us. You know what? Hey, you know what? What God's going to do. So, yeah, yeah. You know, and, 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 and you know that what Solomon said. Yeah. That it can answer some things. So, yeah. Don't even trip. Yeah, because, you know, I know they got access to music for sure. Man, I wonder if they got access to podcasts. See, that would be dope. Um, so, and, and it will. Guess what? It will. We might pass the first bill. Yeah, we might be the first ones to put that out there. Praise God. Um, so yeah. So, anyways, the pot I was at, they had a falling out. Like these dudes was literally about to fight each other in the laundry room. I mean, Christians, right? Huh. And at that point, seeing that, I'm kind of like, man, bro, I'm trying to grow, man. Like I'm. I'm not trying to be in no drama, man. I'm not trying to do all that type of stuff. And, and so, like, bro, early on, you came to my spirit. So when I would see you, I would kind of try to tell you, hey, man, what do I do? These dudes is over here, da 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 And I remember, you know, uh, you would give me some scriptures. You were like, here, give this to all these guys. And you gave me a piece of paper with some scriptures on it. And then I made copies of it and I went to them dudes' rooms that gave it to them. Right? So there was still, like, I was already starting to get some counsel from you because I'm like, man, I'm new to this. I don't really like people fighting and all that type of stuff. Amongst Christians, it's not right. Like, what what can I do? You know, I don't know what to do, you know? Um, so then I remember you slipped me those scriptures. I gave it to these dudes. These dudes kind of came back around for a minute, then they fell out, and they was like refusing to come out of their cells type of stuff. So then that's when I pretty much prayed and said, Lord, I can't, I can't do all that. Like, I need to be around some people. <laughs> Say that again. Like, I need to be around some people that are for real about you because this ain't working for me. I'm serious about you. I'll, at that point, I'm sold out, right? So, yeah. you know, I'm praying, Lord, put me in the right place. And that's when I got cuffed up. I got lied on. I got lied on by the police. They cuffed me up. Audience, that's how it works sometimes. Yeah, they cuffed right. I mean, they cuffed me up out of nowhere, made me hang up on my mom. Y'all know that's a $25 phone call. They made me hang up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Man, and they took me to the hole. They was talking about beating me up because they said that I threatened the police. And I'm like, ain't no way I threatened the police. Right? Did my little 11 days, but I was reading my Bible. I think I shared the story before. And then just fast forward, I was supposed to go back to that unit. But then, like, as I'm getting dressed out, I hear the dude say, oh, no, he's going to age four. And I'm like, age four? What the heck? These dude, the, the, the sergeant just told me I was going back to age five. Right? And so all of a sudden, boom, you came to my mind. And I was like, oh, wait, Bishop's over there. And as soon as I knew that, I said, this is God's moving me. God's moving me. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, okay, this is God. All right. Oh. And then that's when I seen you, you and I locked eyes, and you was like, okay, I got you. <laughs> you was yeah. like, yeah. I, I knew then. Yeah. <laughs> God spoke to me very clear. Yeah, man. Very, very clear. Yes, sir. And I was like, okay, Lord, that's him? Mm -hmm. Like, that's him. Yeah. Hey. You know? And when hard, hey, got stronger, got built up by you, man. I even shared with my wife. I was like, man, when I started this, I wasn't looking for no position, no nothing, no nothing. I'm like, I'm sitting there look, listening to you, Bible studying. You know, kind of in awe, you know, of of just how God's using you. And I'm like, man, this dude's very knowledgeable. He, like, he teaching this thing. Like, wow, you know, this is good type, you know. And you just stopped and was like, man, let me tell you something. Six months from now, you'll do what I'm doing. And I thought that was the craziest thing I've ever heard in a long time. That's what the Holy Spirit <laughs> told me, though. <laughs> right? And, and I'm sitting there like, nah. No, nah, no, nah, like what? Okay, you know, I just kind of was. Say this dude, Mister Mark. You know, I'm. I mean, I just kind of in my mind, I was like, it was beyond me. Like I was just enjoying listening. Right. I never thought that I wanted to do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I never felt like I need to do it, or you know, I just felt good being the recipient. Right. Right. And 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 lo and behold, we grew. You know, the table started getting deep. And look, look, the Hispanic community, oh, God just, man. just suddenly brought them in like a mighty rushing wind. Oh, it's man. when they came back from Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was sharing with that with my wife too, man. I was like, man, you, when them brothers came, bro, I was like, oh my, because I, I remembered Martin. Yeah, man, my team was strong, man. Yeah. I often wonder about him right now. Yes, and that's what I was telling her. I said, man, when them brothers came, I said, man, the church just grew, and it was a trip because we had about hey, two tables of Mexicans. El, El Toro. Yeah. The, what, what, oh, the strongest essay in the joint. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Look, I'm serious. The strongest essay in the joint, and God sent him to us. Exactly. Exactly. That, that's the that's the whole look. All of the heavy hitters, bro, mm -hmm. was in the unit. They came through the unit. Yeah, no doubt. For real, were you in the unit when they stuck me in there with Ernie Greenwood? Yeah, I was there. Yeah, the boxing champion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and old and old Red, you ain't gonna be preaching now. Yeah. Yeah, man. yeah, you had haters, bro. Hey, cats had haters. I'm like, look, I understood that whoever God sent, whoever God sent to me, mm. it was for the seed of salvation to be planted in their lives. There you go. God ain't sending nobody. He listen. The devil. God don't send the devil. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? <laughs> you invite the devil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, you give him an invitation. Look, I, I'm God's property. Shout out to Kurt. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so Ernie got up in there, man. We got to talk, and guess what? Mm -hmm. He found out. He was like, "Okay." He said, "I've been doing time mm -hmm. for thirty years." Right. He said, "And you're the person." I was supposed to meet because now 
the questions that I have, you're the first cat that's answering them. And before mm. you knew it, guess what? Mm-hmm. He was bullying everybody. <laughs> you're not playing dominoes while we are having Bible studies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He started regulating for the church. Yeah, if so, you can come see me. <laughs> yeah, he was regulating for the church now. <laughs> <laughs> he told my man, he told my man, the, uh, the one cat from uh, HTP, or the uh, HTC, he told the cat, he was like, he was like, they was they was playing dominoes, and he said, "You can't beat me in nothing. I mean, not anything." And he looked over at him in the face and at the table and said, "Oh, you could beat me in something: hopscotch and jacks." <laughs> oh, this dude tickled me, man. Oh man, yeah, God, man. You, me. I, you know, it's just amazing, bro. When you just recall, you know what how God was. You know, because we're we are we were all growing at the time, right? You know, we'll continue to grow, but it's just awesome when, because man, let me tell you something, man. In the joint, you're in the gauntlet for real, man. Like you're you're in the gauntlet for real. I had explained to somebody the other day. I said, no, you, I said you you know, be, be, I was a Christian in prison. And it was kind of like, oh, okay. And it's like, no, you don't. Your you don't. religion. Is, That's what they start thinking. Yeah, and it's like, no, no, you don't get it. See, let me let me explain to you the the way the society in prison works. Right. <laughs> yeah, and and you know I explained the totem pole, what's respected, what's not respected. You know, your your Christianity is right there at the bottom of the totem pole, along yeah. with, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. And I said I I've experienced I I as far as. The totem pole, the 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 the, the, the uh, what do you call that? The food chain, the the, the pyramid uh, of of respectable crimes. I said mine was pretty up there. I said, but when I became a Christian, that put me at the bottom of the food chain. That's right. I was accused of things that I've never been, <laughs> I've right. never done. Right. You know what I'm saying? But because oh, he a Christian. He's right, got to be. Yeah, he's got to be one of these kind right. of guys. You know what I'm saying? And and it was like, you know, that was, that was a form of humility too. I, you know, I was like, man, shoot. I remember you got me out of a couple of certain things, you know, because dudes just looking at me funny like, man, what? I don't even know you, bro. Like, I don't even. I remember the one white dude you had to stop. I'm walking by him and he want to start funking with me out of nowhere. And I remember I went up there and he was at the bottom of the stairs like, yeah, yeah, woof and woof, woof. And I opened the door and I was like, man, hold up, man. I'm finished. Man, let me come bomb on this dude real quick. And he was like, whoo, you jumped down. And I remember you went down the thing and talked to the dude. And you was like, what's your problem type of stuff? And the dude was like, oh, no, me and you are cool. I just don't like him. And you checked the dude like, nah, you ain't, you know, you, you know, you need a relax type of stuff, whatever, whatever. But it was just like weird like that, how that worked. Yeah, you know, but, you know, the enemy knew, you know, God's purpose for you, and that you would literally pastor in there, and that that you would take the mantle to another institution, yeah. you know, and that you would you would you would bring many to the Lord, you know, and 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 follow them and teach them and nurture them. I mean, he already knew. Yeah, he already knew that. That's what mm-hmm. he was trying to stop. Yeah, he was trying to stop that. <clears throat> yeah, no doubt. But 
Yeah, but I mean that was just uh that was just something like but you can't forget, right? I mean, yeah, but look look, I wanna say this too though. Yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> you know, I mean God God literally will allow the angels, well no doubt about it, will send the angels of the Lord, you know, to 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 be involved in a situation. He'll send angelic assistance, bro, to be involved. Look. Now who 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 now we talking about you know Christians and the pecking order and da 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 da, da and how and how politics in prison looked at Christians versus Muslims mm-hmm. you know this that mm-hmm. but let me tell you this look at what God called us to and tell me how many allies heavy hitting allies oh man come on that the Church of H four had a lot. Yeah. I'm talking about major shot callers, literally. Right. Exactly. Was, was like these cats. We're not dealing with these cats. And this is, if anything, we know that they really know God. So we're not going to be fighting against God. See, that's what that's mm-hmm. what we want. You know, the listeners to know that literally, that's what you got. In prison, bro. Right. Literally, the supernatural is in effect, and they know that God is real. Mm. Yes, sir. <clears throat> you, you. I mean, even the Wiccans and the atheists and those, they know. They, they know. Yeah. They know that God is real. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we we literally had, you know, cats that already looked. And it was kind of like theaters, you oh. know, how Gamiel was describing in Acts 5, mm-hmm. you know, and he was saying, you know, I knew a man named Theodos some years ago that he led, you know, 350 people or 400 people. He led them hmm. away and was teaching them another doctrine, a false teaching. And he said they all perished. Right. Right? Yeah. And then he gave an example of someone else. But then he turned around and said, and looked at Peter and said, if these if these brothers be of God, huh? <laughs> he said, if they're not of God, he says it won't come to nothing, no way. Mm-hmm. But then he looked and said to the Sanhedrin Council, but if they be of God, mm-hmm. do you want to be found fighting against God? Mm-hmm. Man, come on. And that's kind of and that's kind of the situation now that we were in. I yeah. mean, when you look at it, yeah, because yeah. we were we were we were very well respected and revered as Christians. Yes, think about it, because you got to be the message that you bring it in prison. Because man. guess what, prison is evil. Mm. Man. Man, 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 man. Whatever you think of that is. Bad and wicked to do. Mm-hmm. Prison is the university of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So when the anointed, you know how the word of God in, in uh, uh, Isaiah ten twenty seven says, "It is the anointing of God that destroys." Yes. Every yoke. Yes. When that anointing of God began to smear and rub off mm. and get on, it started changing. Yes, sir. It's destroying what's not of him. Yes, sir. What you call that? That the 
I'm thinking about I'm thinking about these uh, this superhero character. Who is this? And whenever he like he can like things like it can is this Superman that the ray can come out of his eyes and like destroy something? Superman had laser beams coming out of his eyes. Laser, <clears throat> you, that's kind of how we was, bro. <laughs> Literally, yeah. we got people giving giving the death sentence six months to live, mm. and supernaturally, God heals them, mm. and and they're seventy two years old out at the weight pile mm. on the track, mm-hmm. living a normal life, and it ain't even six months. And the right. doctor, and the doctor saying, "How did this happen?" Mm. Come on, man. Come on, man. You, I know you remember that. Yes, sir. Oh, I remember that. I, hey, I. It hits me because I remember him before I even surrendered my life to the Lord. So I was able to see both sides of the fence. Yes. Yeah, I definitely yes. remember that, bro. Definitely. And I'll just say this. An old Sicilian gangster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, old Sicilian. Yeah, because I, I remember before I surrender my life to the Lord, I remember seeing him out there because it, it was already kind of like cool that, hey man, look at this old dude out here lifting weights. You know what I'm saying? Like a little short guy. He right. was out there lifting weights, getting his little exercise. So I noticed him early on. Then I remember him disappearing. Like I didn't see him for some time. Right. And then when I came back to the Lord, um, well, probably before that, all of a sudden I seen him. He was back at it a little bit. And then that's when I caught it, like right around that time, I started coming back to church. And then I remember Chuck is the one, I think, who like made mention of it. Because, you know, when it was Pastor Bob's, like, Bob, Pastor Bob will let us, he'll follow what God say. Right. So if we had a word, if we had a testimony, a word of wisdom, a revelation, a vision, word of knowledge, a word whatever. of knowledge, whatever it might be, he's going to give you the space to do it. And one of it was, I believe it was Chuck who went up there and was like pretty much brought Ernie to the front too or mentioned him. And he was like saying how God healed him, right? And I think maybe you might have said something too. I don't really, I don't really recall, but I know it was, it was openly that it was a testimony of how God healed this dude. So when right. when I seen him, I was like, oh, that's what happened. And then when I moved to the unit, that well, then I got to know him personally, right? Because he was part of the fellowship with us, and you had already been working with him, and then you fully told me exactly what happened about praying for him how what's his name his cellmate brought you or uh lamb uh brought him to you right saying pray for him anoint him and all that and you went down there you prayed for him you anointed him and all that stuff and man god healed him and so yeah man i was just in, man i was just in awe man just at that time just how god was just doing uh, supernatural supernatural things because bro we're inmates we're helpless inmates are helpless people you know what i'm saying like you they they can't help themselves so it's just it's only amazing how god does what he does cuz it's like okay good you're in a place of helplessness great i could do something now 
Right, right, right. And prison or not, prison or in the quote-unquote free world, we all have to remain in the position of, God, I'm helpless. Yes, yes, yes. We have to keep that attitude. We have to keep that spirit of, God, I can't do it. Because the moment we think we can, Bishop, that's when we fail. That's when we fall. That's when we find ourselves stepping out of God's grace because I'm trying to take control now. He said to put your hand on the plow. He didn't say put your hand in the steering wheel to take over. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? And and for me, man, that's, you know, even through my ups and my downs, man, I know one thing about me for sure. I can tell you, man, I know that's been my attitude since. Man, my back's against the wall, God. And that's why God uses you the way that he does. Yeah, like, I can't do it. Yeah, I got resources. You know, the world be like, man, you got resources now. You got people. You got this. You got that. You get it. You could do it. You could do anything now. And it's like, yeah, but I can have all of that. And if I exclude God, I have nothing. It won't go anywhere. My efforts will be fruitless. So I'm going to go ahead and fall back and say, God, you got to do it. Like I grew up in the in the faith doing is Letting God do it. Because letting him do it has always brought the best results. Amen. Amen. You know, letting him do it has always been more than what I could do myself. And that's what, as Christians, we all have to do that. You know, there's so many times, man, people lose sight of that in this world. Because we think because... You know, we have this and we have that and we have access to information and we do this. You know, a lot of the times it's us trying to do something. It's us taking over. You brought up education. I am I got my little certification and this little stuff now about to go do the part B of it to get, you know, to become this peer counselor and all that stuff. And you know what? That, that information is good. It's good to know there's resources out there. But I know what qualifies me isn't a certificate. In the field of helping people, there's nothing greater than knowing Jesus. That's it. Because Jesus, yeah, Jesus is who helped people. He specifically said, I have not come to condemn the world, but that the world by me would be saved. And you know what? And you hit that on the head because he describes his spirit as he tells the disciples, hey, look, I'm going away, but I'm coming back. Yes. Yes. And he says, when the helper. Woo. See, sometimes when you don't need help, God helps you because he's a gentleman. God, I need help. Mm. You have to recognize and defer, or should I say surrender, to him being the helper. Yes. If you need comfort, you have to surrender to him being the comforter. Come on. So we were talking about somebody today, you know, and you, you and this person is sick, but you have to surrender to the word of God, the Holy Spirit 
Yes. Come on, man. Come on, man. If you don't surrender to that, guess what? Ten to one, you're going to stay in your circumstances or in your condition. And be tempted to find an alternative. Yeah, like a little tree. See, that's where the devil gets us, right? And we could change the podcast to All That Smoke. Hey, but that's real though. Listen, like if God, God, I like a scripture in Ecclesiastes. It says that he said eternity in our hearts, right? And, and just remember, you know, when I first read that and I was thinking about it, you know, it just came to my spirit that, you know, no man wants to die. Nobody wants to die. We sometimes we sometimes we live life like we will live forever, right? I'm saying like naturally, like we won't we don't think about it. Some you know, maybe early on for you, I don't know, maybe you know, before prison and all that, I don't know, maybe you didn't really think of death too much. Uh maybe you did, maybe you didn't. Probably oh, yeah. you probably I grew up in Los Angeles, bro. Well, I well there you go. I was just about to retract that statement. So I'm sure you, you thought about death a lot, but nine out of ten, many of us, we don't really think about death too much at one point in time. Let me say it that way. And in our hearts, there's always a want. There's always a longing for something. There's always room for something to be filled right and so i was thinking about that you know that the the greatest void that we have as human beings is the void of god and only god can fill the void so when you don't have god in your heart jesus christ specifically his son who is the prerequisite to get to god to have a relationship with god to be in heaven All we're doing is substituting. Yeah. All we're doing is trying to fill the void. We're trying to fill it through friendships. We're trying to fill it through drugs, sex, um, uh, whatever addictions, whatever it might be. We're all trying to fill the void that only God belongs in. And, And so... I was thinking about how when you have Christ in your life, you now, you really do have eternity in your heart. You're not looking at what we can substitute temporarily anymore. We're not looking for the quick fix anymore. We're not looking for the easy way out that we know only leads to destruction. Right? And... Like so many times, that's where the world is at, especially with like the pandemic that's taken place. There's so many things that have had to be substituted from the normal. We had to find other ways to preoccupy ourselves, right? For some people, it helped in a way of we can create some other things. We could find some different lanes. For some other people, hey, man, it sent a lot of people in a spiral. People lost their jobs. People lost their lives, lost lost loved ones. So there's always 
a temptation to fill the void. Yes. And as Christians, we have to always have our guard up spiritually. I know this because I personally have fell with my guard down. I always fall when my guard goes down, always. <laughs> Amen. And and so God has just always reminded me, I've called you, especially those who know our calling, our purpose. You can't let your guard down. You have to continue to feed your spirit. You have to continue to water your garden. Right? You have to continue to build. And you have to keep in mind that whatever you're comfortable with, uh, comfortable with right now isn't it. Right? Bishop, when, when, when God, when, because it's not if, it's when, and it's coming right around the corner, probably before this year is over, probably before the fall, I'm going to say. You're going to be blessed to such a degree where now it's, you can do things on another level. Yes. Because God ain't designed you or myself to stay at one level. Right, right. I agree, bro. Right? So he... He don't always, want us in a box, bro. Right. He'll always take us further, but I thank God that he'll supply the seed to the sower. Yes. Right? <laughs> because, boy, you about to get some bags of seed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think about, and shout out to him, Bishop Duchess. Uh -huh. And he was up in Clallam Bay, closed custody. I never will forget it. I went to church and... He just called me out of the crowd, man. He was like, you know, he said, God told me to tell you this. He says, are you familiar with timber? I was like, no, I know it's wood. He says, I don't know why God's telling me this, but there's a lot of timber coming your way. Woo! Come and on. I just thought about this. This was back in 2000, bro. And I remember this Muslim was like, you know, he was, you know, how the Muslims come into chapel because they want to, you know, do some dirt or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And he was like, he said, man, he said, I ain't the smartest cat in the world, but I do know that timber, that paper is made out of wood. Right. Right. And I, and that was, that was 21 <laughs> years ago, bro. <laughs> I wonder how much you could get with one log. Three sevens. <laughs> Three sevens. Right? Right. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, look, I wonder how much paper you can get with one log, bro. That's, uh, a, that's a lot. You know how thin paper is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, Lord, throw me a couple of timbers this way, man. Just a couple, man. <laughs> I'll be straight. Look, I'll be straight. <laughs> Yeah, he sure said that. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's man. Because, <sighs> man, sometimes, man, I mean, the world needs to know, man. You know, people, Christians in the world need to know, man. It's It ain't what we, you know, it ain't what Western society painted Jesus to be. Right? It, it ain't what the, this comfortable Christianity we've been taught, um, this 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 Christianity that that is only telling you that, 
everything's puppies and ice cream. God is like some kind of genie. If you just rub him right, you're going to get showered with riches <laughs> and blessings and everything's just the, you know, living life, you know, on the high horse, man, however they call it. And it's like, bro, that's not, that's not, yeah, that's in the faith. Yeah, that's, that's, that's in the scriptures. Absolutely. You know, um, but man, this is a war, bro. We're, this is a battlefield, man. We're in a war every day, right? And I'm not saying this to, you know, depress anybody. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, because even the scripture says fight the good fight of faith. It's all good. Um, but it's just not pretty sometimes. But and, and that's and you know what, bro? But he tells us that. Yeah. And that's what and I, I'm grateful that you 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 know that. You know, and the Holy Spirit's using you to just echo. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, he, he you know, they want to paint Christians to be Oh, they, you know, you know, th- th- this is what, this is what, this is what society, mm-hmm. you know, this is how they paint us. Right. Okay. These social issues and, 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 you know, homosexuality and, you know, and, and, and abortion and, 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 and racism and, 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 you know, systematic, systematic racism and just, you know, uh, 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 uh these different issues that, seemingly just popped up in this decade, but it's been going on for 400, well, not 400 years here, but Mm -hmm. I mean, since the world began. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my whole thing is, you know, we're portrayed as being harsh, right? Mm -hmm. You know, if we don't, you know, speak kindly about these issues, Mm -hmm. you know, we're 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 dogmatic mm. and we're pushing the world away. Mm-hmm. And how about just not compromising God's truth? How Man. about us just saying what he's already said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well God you know, says and just mm-hmm. and, and not and not sugarcoating it mm-hmm. and not allowing, you know, the principles of the world. He says love not the world. That's Love not the world's values. Love not the world's principles. Love not the world's beliefs. Mm. Love not the world's ideologies. Yes. You know, Amen. that's what he's telling us. So, and it's like, okay, I, God, I get that. So, and then, well, you know, Christians, you, you know, you can't use a war in words. Well, I'm not using it. God's the one. God's using it. Saying it. Yeah, he's saying he it. He says the weapons. Weapons are used in a war. Yes. Amen. He says the weapons of our warfare, you're in a war, you're mm-hmm. in a fight, mm-hmm. he says are not carnal. They're not carnal. Uh-uh. You ain't fighting against each other, Jack. Right, right. It might look like that. He says, that, but let right, me tell no. you now what you're fighting against. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, and I'm, you know, I mean, and, and I'm, I am under the impression, and I'm fully persuaded that God wants us to be strategic in our mind because of the familiar spirits that we're fighting against. Yes, Amen, Amen, Amen. The demons that we're warring against. Oh, and they're, and they're real. And, 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 and look, mm. He gives us an idea mm-hmm. of 
how we should equip ourselves as a soldier. My God. Right? Mm -hmm. He says, put on the whole armor of God. He told, he told Paul, he says, look, look at them Roman soldiers' uniform. And I want you to use it as a metaphor yeah. to my children yeah. so that they'll know, you know, these are the weapons that I've given them. This is what's going to protect them. Mm. And this is how to use them. Amen. It's the same training in the military. Right. They don't give you anything that they don't train you to use. Mm. If you walk around with an AR-15 or M16A2 or M60 or a law or a stinger and you don't know how to use it, guess what? Mm. You a dead man walking. It ain't doing you no good. Right, right, right. If you don't know what your equipment is for, I'll, I'll, you know, I used to tell my football players when I used to coach, I used to say, trust your equipment, especially for the ones that were scared to get hit. Right. I would say, trust your equipment. And I would begin to teach them what the equipment is for and how it protects them. This is how you use it. Right. This is how you deliver a hit. You don't deliver a hit with your head down. You always want to look at the opponent. You want to know what you're hitting. Why are you ducking your head? That's way you're going to break your neck. You'll be a paraplegic. A right. quadriplegic. I used to explain to them. And, 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 and come, you know what? I just found out that one of the brothers is on trial for murder. Mm. Mm. One of my best defensive linemen should have been pro. Huh. Just, just found it out today. I was talking to, a, uh, talking to my, uh, talking to my brother and, uh, Man, he 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 told me, and we started talking. And he was like, "You know where he at?" I was like, "No, nah. this dude. He says he uh he on murder charges." Yes, mm. man, man, man. Started man. praying for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, prayers up, prayers up for him. Mm. Prayers up for him, man. Uh, you know, I I I love what you're saying, man, because you know my wife was questioning a little bit. Uh, not questioning, she's just amazed and just kind of, you know, she's growing um, just as the thing she's been through. And obviously we're always talking about mm, spiritual warfare and demons and all that. And just, you know, I believe God in this season has just been really strengthening us in that area as far as yeah. identifying spirits. Yeah. Um, discerning spirits, uh, calling them by name where they come from, um, what their intentions are, which we all pretty much should know. Um, uh, but just because people forget sometimes, um, these spirits, everybody has one. If you're not saved, you definitely have them. And it's just not one. It's multiple. It could be hundreds. It could be thousands. Um, and they all, are connected uh for example it usually a spirit of suicide has a spirit of murder has a spirit of depression has a spirit of anxiety along with it right um and and that's easily identifiable but then there's things that hey there's been some spirits assigned to this particular bloodline for quite some time as well uh you know, especially people in different countries or from different countries. You have these demons who have entered into covenants 
over families and babies and all this type of stuff that parents have struck deals with, uh, with these demons and things like that. And these contracts got to get broken. Hey, you know what I'm saying? This, hey, this African pastor, he said Paula White was summoning. She thought she was calling down angels, and really she was summoning demons. Right, right. To come and aid the former president. And he said the exact same thing that happened with the vote mm. here happened with the vote there. Oh, wow. Or, or, or the exact same thing that happened there happened here, shall I say. It happened there first. Right. Rioting, all of that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, See, God don't want us speaking from a place of ignorance. You know, you're talking about summoning angels. Well, demons are angels too. So who are you talking about? My boy. Right? <laughs> so, you know, when I call upon the assistance of angels, I'm calling upon the angels of the Lord. And, and you're identifying. I'm identifying. You're identifying angels. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You're yes. ministering angels. I mean, there's different angels that you call. I've been calling. I mean, they, 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 they are they are to assist us. We already got a helper. Yes, yes, yes. Assistance, but, absolutely. But they're just waiting. Yes. They're just waiting. Mm-hmm. They hearken to the voice of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Once the word goes out, mm-hmm. you know, it ain't a summons. Mm-hmm. It's the word of God that directs them. Yes. Oh yeah, I. Hey, listen, I've been having to call upon Warren Angels uh, for a little while now, <laughs> you know, to help uh, guard these gates over here, you know, um, and, and I just, man, my point in saying that was that Christians really, it's amazing that some Christians don't believe in that. They don't believe, Bishop, that we can be attacked by demons. And that's because they're spiritually ignorant. Right. I mean, this is the thing, too, you know, and I, and I, and I think we're on the same subject here. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not going to mention no names, but I mean, this is an anointed, renowned man of God that I'm listening to teach. And I mean, this man is, is a powerful teacher, bro. And all of a sudden, everything was awesome. And at the end, when he prayed, this man literally prayed that one would not lose their, now listen to what I'm saying, their eternal salvation. Mm. How can you lose something that is eternal? Right. That doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's a debate, obviously, but I don't, I don't understand. I know what eternal means. Yes. And so I can't see how one can lose what's eternal. Mm. Now I can see you losing something in the natural. Sure. But in eternity. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, 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 man. Um, 
Jeez, it's we'll get to more of that, you know, because I, I think that's an area that uh, we definitely always have to touch on. Why? Because uh, we always have demons trying to creep on us. <laughs> you know, we and always we could play sound bites when we're in the studio, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you when you finally come in here, you know, we could have some things queued up and stuff and, uh, you know, play it over and talk about them and things like that. Uh, I mean, just so that the audience won't think that we're just like... Nah, we could we could put know, it on there. Striking up something or saying something that somebody else didn't say, you know. Nah, nah, we could put we could cue it up and play it. That way, people could kind of get the context of certain things if they need it. Yeah, no problem. Absolutely, we got the luxury for that. Praise God, we we're equipped. <laughs> we're equipped. We're equipped for these sound waves, man. Because that devil think he run him, which he kind of does. But we infiltrating some stuff. You know, that's what we do. You know, the devil could sit here and be like, oh, I've been here for thousands of years. Well, guess what? Your time's up. We're taking over now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, where am I going to go? Not here. You could you could flee seven ways. I don't care where you go, but you can't stay here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't see any herd of swine nowhere. If not, I'd cast you into them. So for now, you got to just get on. So I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, hey, <laughs> and the way they protect animals in the state of Washington, you can't go in there. Hey, look, yeah, I don't want to cast you into my cats. And jokers running around and probably running to. <laughs> yeah, you could find. Hey, look, he could find. He could find where he abides in a snake. Yeah, you could find him somewhere else, man. You can't. You all I know is you got to go. <laughs> so. um yeah, other than that, oh, lastly, man, because um, I know we can go on and on about, because this is real. This is this is constant spiritual warfare. It's daily. It's constant. It's every second. I don't care what anybody's told you. I don't care what your pastor told you. I don't care what is being said in the media, in the world, whatever, whatever. We can deny, 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 but spiritual warfare is real. And you know what? In the industries, they know. Oh, man. Prevalent, heavily, heavily. They know, heavily. but in fact, that don't sold they sold. They scared to talk about it. Oh yeah, because you know they'll lose their little they'll lose their little place and prestige. Right. But we're cool. We're good. We'll talk about it. We ain't tripping, man. We survived fifteen plus whatever 10, 15 years in prison in the face of man. So you can't take nothing to wake them up. So, hey, this is this is uh, because we've been to the Lord to the law. Yeah, this is this is nothing new. Uh, we just you know continue to overcome, and and that's what I lastly say about this demons and all this the devil. What we have to know is that we have victory. That we have victory. If a spirit is attacking you, you have to know there's deliverance. You have to know there's power in the name of Jesus. Um, and, and until then, we just continue to build ourselves up in our most holy of faith. Amen. That's what the word says. We just build us. We build ourselves up and we keep trusting and relying on him. Go ahead. I told this old, and I'm going to say a demon because that's who was talking through this homeless dude. <laughs> that I was ministering to, and he was like, yeah, you said it's the last days, 
What if they start locking you up for preaching the Bible? Mm. Here's what I said. Oh, like they did Peter and the angel of the Lord, Freedom? <laughs> That's one case I'm willing to catch. That dude looked at me. <laughs> it was that spirit, bro, because uh, the word hit him. Right. I was like, okay. You know, what's next? Right. Right, right, right. That's a good case to catch right there. I ain't going to lie. Uh, uh, shoot, lastly, before we go, man, rest in peace, Shock G, man. Um, yeah, man, I heard, yeah. Yeah, man. rest in peace, Shock G, man. He's, you know, very important staple in hip-hop, man. If if you know Shock G, you know the Humpty Dance, you know uh, all that. Yeah. To, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And it's funny because I'm hearing other, like, podcasters and stuff, you know, hip-hop cats. How for some time they didn't even know that that he was Humpty, like he was that alter character, right? You know they didn't know it was him for like some time, and yeah, he was one of the first because like later on, Cat started kind of doing that weird kind of little alter ego characters and all that. But he was the pioneer of that type of stuff. To be honest, he was right. kind of like the pioneer, like that kind of weird, kind of funny little type of. Type of you know hip hop type of stuff you know he well, was he was doing it. He didn't. He knew how to see. A lot of them cats was taking, you know, a lot of their music from, you know, the sound was like funk, you know, mm -hmm. and, and and Parliament and all of those guys that used to produce a lot of funk and like Lakeside. Uh -huh. But this guy, he was able to produce his own, his mm -hmm. own sound. Right. That was like, yeah. oh, man, that's, that's, that's banging. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they had a, he had a lot of funk, up-tempo uh, beats. Uh, he played a lot of instruments. He was a yeah. great. He was a great producer, man, and obviously yeah. he is known for introducing the world to Tupac. Yes, you know Tupac caught his break there, doing the Humpty Dance at first, being a background, you know, dancer, and then all of a sudden, you know, they gave him that four eight bars or whatever it was on yeah. on the. Oh come on, while while I'm up, the hip hop cats are gonna kill me. They're like, you don't remember the name of the song? Anyways, he had his <laughs> he had his uh you know. Four eight bars that blew him up, and Castle's like, "Who's this dude?" And um, yeah, you know, Shock G just always spoke, you know, so well, you know, of Pac, and just, um, you know, whenever he would talk about Pac, you know, he would just tear up and all, because you know there was that friendship there, you know what I mean? Right. And uh, yeah, so so man, rest in peace to a great man. Rest in peace to somebody who introduced us to one of the greatest in the world. Um, to do it in hip hop, most impactful, in my opinion, is Tupac. Um, and man, prayers up to his family, his kids. Uh, man, another hip hop legend, pretty much uh, dying within this month. And yeah, I guess Bishop, maybe that's that's what happens, right? We get older and we start losing uh, the people we grew up on, the people that touched our lives in some kind of way, and um, you know. To some people, it's silly, you know, especially maybe Christians. Maybe we're just supposed to be like, 
you know, stiff and um, never listened to rap music before or something. I don't know. I didn't grow well, up. I didn't grow up on him, so I, I don't know. I uh, I grew up on hip hop. <laughs> you know well, what I'm saying? You're gonna be shocked when they see hip hop artists in heaven. Right. They say, "Well, how can you say that?" Mm. Because that's, I can say that because I read the Bible. Right. And I know how the thief in the cross got in. Mm. That's right. So you know. That's right. Oh, what you talking about? Hey, yeah. Yeah. God is a forgiving God. He's a loving God. He says, I suffer that none should perish, mm-hmm. but that all come to repentance. Yep. Amen. So, yeah, so prayers up to his family, man. Um, all right, Bishop, any closing statements? Anything else you'd like to add, say, before we get up out of here? <clears throat> uh, shout out to my, my oldest brother. Big brother, that's his name, brother. <laughs> and to my mom, Dukes, you know, love him. Amen. Amen. All right, y'all, man, we're excited uh, to continue to bring you more episodes, man. Bishop will be in studio soon. Uh, we definitely upgrading, getting our sound right. Everything's, you know, moving in, in its timing. And, uh, man, I can't wait, you know what I'm saying, because, hey, you know, we want to Hey, we want to get you behind that mic. You got a good voice, Bishop. You know what I'm saying? You got a good voice, man. You got a good mic voice. <laughs> this guy is gone. <laughs> yeah, man. So other than that, man, we thank y'all for tuning in to the No Judgment Zone. I'm your host, Miguel Profect, Esparza, uh, along with my anointed co-host, Pastor, Father in the Faith, Bishop. We want to just thank you. Uh, continue to support us just by listening to us. We ain't asking you for no money or nothing like that. We're good. Um, just continue to support what's real, continue to support what's kingdom, continue to support the word of God. Yes, sir. Amen. We, cause that's what we're all about. We're supporting the kingdom, the kingdom supporting us. Amen. And so we, you know, we're not, we're not here asking nobody for anything other than to he who has ears, let him hear what thus says the Lord. That's it. Just, just give us an ear. You'll hear God. If you know God, you'll hear him. Don't Amen. trip. Just, just give us an ear. Amen. <laughs> Other than that, God bless y'all, man. Until the next time, we love y'all, man. Peace. Love you.